Hey, beautiful people. Welcome back. It is your host, Mimi, with the Coffee with Curls podcast. And I am happy to be back. Happy Monday. I have a great episode for you guys. I had the pleasure of interviewing a friend of mine by the name of Manny Flores. And we go into the conversation of um, how energy influences our lives and the gem of the secret. If you guys haven't read that book, I suggest it. No, this is not a paid ad, but I think that you definitely could benefit from it. Um, he's definitely a wonderful gem and we exchange um, information. And um, I hope that you guys enjoy this upcoming episode. Hello. We are officially good. <laughs> good to hear We're it. Good to hear. Welcome to the podcast. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So let me introduce you to everyone. This is my friend Manny Flores, which I know since I was what, 15, 16? Yeah, we went to high school together, Franklin K. Lane out in Brooklyn. Oh my God! Seemed like ages ago, mm-hmm. right? Oh this my is God! True. So this is true. <laughs> I definitely wanted to share you with my audience because I feel like we talk about a lot of gems that people can definitely benefit from, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Our conversation. As a matter of fact, this is really random. <laughs> we were just talking about what lickety split. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, um, Split uh, was nestled oh right across from Franklin K. Lane <laughs> High School. And um, they had all the best things. What they had, they were talking about, they had um, oh the bagels. They had the, the bagels bagel. wrapped in the plastic with the cream cheese in there that they would eat uh, up for you. You can get that yeah. in coffee for a dollar. Yep. Oh, those are, we were just talking about getting stuff for massively cheap for a dollar you get a coffee and a bagel yeah you could live five dollars a week like you could eat (laughs) (laughs) you could could live days like now i just like yo five dollars hell i don't even get five dollars that doesn't even cover the food with the tax oh my god Mm -hmm. no talk about bodega vibes because you say you got beef patties (laughs) And I was telling you, <laughs> yo, mozzarella cheese, what? At the bodega? That All was- right. Full disclosure, beef patties are not part of my normal repertoire. But, you know, <laughs> when I see it sitting there, you know, behind that glass, and they had just cleaned the glass, too, so, you know, they just look extra enticing. And I said, oh, oh man, it looks like a fresh one. So I put my hands <laughs> together, and I said, I said, Raul, please. He said, Raul, please. <laughs> make, make me up a special. So, uh, two of those, please. Yeah, yeah, two of those. But no cocoa bread. I'm trying to you know, oh. stay, low, stay low on the carbs. I'm trying to keep the carbs low. Because that just makes so much sense. Because you just got two beef patties, though. <laughs> I have, I got nothing. <laughs> you could have gotten one of each. Yeah, no, no. Guilty. Guilty as charged. Guilty. Ah. Oh my God. So you know what I was thinking about the other day? That you were the person that introduced me to the secret. Mm. Yes, I remember that. And I still have the CDs in my car, like the audio. 
You know, I used to listen to those for hours at a time. Did you really? I was working on the road at the time. I was driving for a little bit, um, like when around the time that um, that I shared the secret with you, and uh, I just played them all day. You know, I let them go, and they were like eight hour CDs. So you know, so I'd get about four hours in, five hours in. I'm like, oh my god, this is. I, I have to turn it off, you know, because it was so good. <laughs> and um, but that's that's kind of where you know I was excited to speak about things, and I would go to different stops and I'd talk to folks, and they'll look at me like, uh huh. Well, you, you, enjoy, you enjoy you enjoy being back on the road, man. You enjoy your solitude, <laughs> you know. And, um, but it's so funny from that, you know, from listening to those hours after hours, it just manifestation started just kind of to rip through and just happened at a, at a phenomenal pace. So it's hard. Yeah. But let's talk about that. Like, who introduced you to the secret? Ah, oh, that's a good one. Um, well. Uh, it's funny. I was working for a marketing company out in um, out in New York around 2005, a place that does uh, focus groups. So if a new product comes along and say, oh, you know, let's put this product in front of people. Let's get them in a room and uh, we're going to pay them, you know, 100 bucks just to give us their opinion. And um, the okay. person who was like, you know, the manager, she said, you know, we really want to work hard. You know, there was sales, rah, rah, rah. What you want to do is you want to listen to this thing and uh, it's going to change your whole mindset. And I thought I thought it was a bunch of malarkey at first. I said, you know, I'm not really sure. You know, I just, I'm just gonna watch a video, and then my sales are gonna increase, and, and this and this is gonna happen. I said, all right. I said, mm. So I didn't do it. You know, I was very resistant to it. Um, fast forward a year later, um, someone else who I really respected and really liked um, told mm. me about it, and I said, all right. So that's that's uh, I'm. That's a funny coincidence. Let me check it out. And I checked it out and I didn't tell anybody what I did, you know, because I felt like, oh, my God, like, I feel like I'm one of these people that's just sitting there, you know, now my life's going to change and everything's going to and I'm going to start talking about it. They're like, they know that's not how I speak normally. So they're going to think either I've been abducted, I'm in a cult or, you know, something, something (laughs) deeper than that, you know, Um, or they're going to want to, you know, they're going to want to put me in a little room, you know. So, yes, go to this little nice padded room where where you can just talk about these things (laughs) all day long, Manny. Um, So I didn't. So I just kind of kept it to myself. And I I thought about it and I said, well, I'm excited about these things, um, creating my own reality. I'm excited about the possibility of, if I'm in a bad mood, being able to change my mood around, you know, without having to go through a, a long and tedious process of, of whatever it is, going get a steam, going to if I gotta go do a spa day or if I gotta go be you know, go hit a punching bag for, you know, five hours straight. I don't wanna have to do all those things. I wanna I wanted to be able to within a few moments change my mindset. You know, I see I see the great Kung Fu masters, they do that, you know, they they're able to really keep it together. You know? So um I started to watch it, started to listen to it, and then things started to happen. You know, small things started to happen, small little coincidences didn't seem like they were coincidences anymore. Um, I would think about something that, you know, I remember saying, start small, start with a cup of coffee. I said, you know, I'd like for somebody to buy me a cup of coffee and some breakfast. And then, you know, lo and behold, I get to my place. Hey, man, you know, uh, we ordered for this one, but, you know, uh, they didn't show up for work today. So would you like this cup of coffee and this, and this bacon, egg, and cheese? I said, yes, I would. Thank you, universe. Oh, you know, yeah. And I started to joke about it. So thank you. Ha, thank you, universe. But then after a while, I said, well, let me just try that with all kinds of things. Um, people, jobs, relationships, and it just started to happen. It started to happen. It started to happen. So I said, "Oh, there's something to this." So, um, but I mean, for for as long as really anyone knows me, and they'll tell you, like, 
I always kind of go by my vibes. You know, I walk into a room. How do I feel? Right. You know, all of a sudden you're having a good time. Someone walks in the room. You're like, whoa, you feel, you feel them right away. You know, you walk yes. into a place, you get something in your stomach and you're like, yeah, I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> I'm good. Right? You know, I'm good. And then you, so, you, so sometimes you ignore that. Sometimes you push that down. But sometimes when you really follow your body's intuition and, and you can just make something happen, you're like, and you kind of, that's when I feel you have, you take power back. You know, you take control back over your body. When you feel, you say, you know what? I feel very strongly about this and I'm going to listen to my body's wisdom. I'm going to go for it. There's, there's some kind of something happening here. I can't describe it in words, but I'm getting a sensation. I'm going to run with it. That's how I feel. We really, we're really in our power. Yes, I completely agree. I think that, um, I guess too, like reprogramming your mind to really, like, I guess, how long did it take you for you to be open about it, right? Because you know, did you believe right away, or did it take you? Well, I guess I was a little. Um, I had always grown up with my mom kind of feeding to me that, you know, don't go with the flow, Manny. You know, do your own thing. Listen, listen to, listen to your heart. You know, follow your own guidance. You know, if someone says something you don't like it. Trust your instincts, trust your gut. So I never really experienced that, um, you know, until I was, um, you know, in my late 20s, early 30s. Um, but I always kind of had that encouragement to do so. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. I think that that whole, when I think about the secret and it all it connects with, like, vibing people, mm-hmm. I think that I started to really understand probably late 20s. Mm-hmm. I started becoming more comfortable and really listening more into my intuition. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this has to be something about this. Yeah. You know, that clicks and be like, you know what? You can't be wrong when you're in a issue or your gut feeling. Like, there's something to that. And, you know, you, yeah. you know, women have it stronger than anyone. You know, they always call women's intuition, you know? I, I totally believe that. Um, I, I, I'll tell you why. I share a funny story. When I tell yeah. sometimes with gentlemen, and when I, when I sometimes you know you can you can talk to folks and you get right away that you know they feel it, they get it. You talk to them and you're like, okay, something's up. I'm saying a couple of words and we're already we're already almost in that same vibe, you know. Right. Now I know it's the some brothers. You got to talk to them. You got to beat them over the head with these. So I right, say, look, man. Okay, I'm gonna break down to your real rudimentary terms. <laughs> so, you ever been to a bar and you're staring at a woman, and of the hundred guys there. She turns around and stares right back at you because she feels you staring at her. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Right. What do you think that is? And every and I tell you, so many guys they get it right away. They're like, "Oh yeah, I, I, I done that man right away. Yeah, she stares right at me. She looks right back at me. She knows I'm staring at her." I say, "Yeah, man, because you know, you gotta you gotta watch that. You got you know you gotta pull that back a little bit, brother. You can't just go. You know, you gotta you gotta. There's an energy that kind of." can be followed back to you in a trail between your eyes and um, where, you know, science is just trying to really figure that out. They're calling it, I believe the new phrase for it is, um, where was I? I took some notes. About it. Uh, magnetic, re- magnetoreception. Oh, and, um, what's that? Share. Yeah, that's the new, um, you know, new science is showing how it's, we know our five senses, you know, we know our, you know, our eyes, you know, we know to see and smell and taste and touch and hear. But, you know, that sixth sense that, you know, we, we joke about, 
it's very real as as far as you know if you look at someone under a heat signature and then you know you can look about it because even if you've never looked at through these goggles you've either seen a movie where they're looking into a house and they see the heat signatures on the first and second floor or through a video game where they go through night vision right um, yes and then you see the infrared or yeah and so you can look through the walls and so so there's a heat signature with someone and their bodies so the closer folks get in proximity, you can see, if you look under the proper lens, that their energy almost seems to merge. Now, a lot of folks are like, oh, but what is it flying through? Is it just, I have my energy over here, you have your energy over there, and what's, you know, what, how does it get from one person to another? Well, think for a moment, let's take the analogy of a fish in a fishbowl, right? Okay. A fish or a shark or, or another fish can hear or feel the vibration of other fish through the water, through the ripples of the water. So it moves either this way or that way, and a shark can feel the vibration of smaller animals, so it'll go find it. You know, some say it's called sonar. But now, if you ask a fish what that medium is that it's swimming in, it couldn't tell you. It's just like, what do you mean? Like, this is, this is, this is my environment. This is everything to me. This is where I'm living. You know, it's like, what do you mean? The water, what, what does that mean, right? And but us, we can actually see that. So for us, it's the air. It's the ether between us, you know? A lot of folks will say it's dark matter or there's something. But as you wave your hand in front of you, there's still something there, although it cannot be seen. That carries the energy. So when you walk into a room, it's already filled with this vibe. So those who are sensitive to it, you walk into a room, you're like, oh, I feel this. This is what I feel. Someone's staring at you. You're, it's like basically traveling through what fish would know as water to their environment. So there's a lot going on when folks are talking about energy. Yes, that reminds me. Oh, what's that? What's that book you gave me? The Celestine Prophecy. Celestine Prophecy. Yes. I still have that. Oh, such and a that, great book. It is. I actually read it a few times. I actually take it with me, like if I travel. I take that book and the Four Agreements. It's probably just because it's a short read and it's just a quick, you know, how long I'm going to be on the plane. And I just read it on my plane ride. Right. And just like, you level to, um, I always, from that book, I learned not to take things personal. Yes. It's like probably one of, the, one of my favorite of <laughs> the four agreements. Mm. I think it's important, you know, um, understanding that you're in control of your own energy was very eye-opening for me. Like if something happens, that can mess up our whole day. Like we control that energy. That it was like it could be five minutes, and all of a sudden it could be two, three days, a week, and you're like, "Why I get it?" Right, right. And we hold on to those memories too, and we replay them over and over and again in our heads. So we're, you know, we're giving them more what we call energy. And we're letting them basically rent space in our head for free. We're not even charging them any rent. They just, you know, they just rent the school. We're not even getting yeah. nothing out of that. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. I found that, you know, on understanding how I play, like, my energy in a situation and an environment has really felt a sense of control for me. Mm. You know, like empowerment. Yes. More of an empowerment thing. You know, yes. more of like, you know, okay, maybe I don't like this. But this is not your forever, and you can kind of you can walk away from it, or you know, don't have to deal with it, whatever. However, you handle it, understanding that you have a a lot more power that you give yourself credit. Yes, 
Yes. And, and not enough people feel that way. Yeah. I know. I know. And I know you and I, we talk about this all the time. So I was mm-hmm. like, who's better than talk about energy than with the person we talk about energy all the time. And it's just, you know, that's so true. You know, I, I just to kind of touch base on what you said, I didn't mean to interrupt that. And I do apologize. Oh, but I got, I got so excited about that folks, how, how we talk about ourselves, you know, it's like we would never talk to a, ch- a child the way we speak to ourselves. You know, so like true. If, they, if they fall on the ground, when I'll oh, get up, you dummy, you know, you don't know how to walk yeah. yet. You know, it's like they don't know. And but they we're don't. so hard on ourselves, right? We are. We're not kind enough mm-hmm. to ourselves at all. And you know, it's something that's been um for me for 2019. Like I have a word, right? There's something that I just started to do. Like uh, it's almost like an affirmation. And I feel like we don't talk into our greatness, like the great mm. part of us. Mm-hmm. Like we need to build that muscle of uh, just speaking to that part of you. Imagine if you spoke to yourself that way and then mm-hmm. spoke into your people that how that would shift so many things. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we're just so caught up in there's so much negativity that I think negativity is almost a natural thing. And to be positive, it takes more to do. It is. It does. It takes the that effort. Is- Yes, it does. And, and to be honest about it, but it's effort that's worth it once it's natural is no longer effort. Yes. Like tying a shoe. Yes, exactly. Yes. Sometimes too. You know, yes. and I find that it's so important that we already have this world that tells us how much we're not enough of. Mm. Whether it's true or not, but as soon as we believe it, that's where the issue begins. Yes. You know, and, and instead of like shifting and not taking, because we really carry other people's energy on us as well. That's very true. Which, you know, which brings us to another topic that I know you want to talk about a little bit um, drawing energy and kind of drawing energy and then the difference between um, being like an energy vampire and like exchanging energy. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Let's talk about that, that. Yeah. You know, I hear that word thrown around a lot, uh, energy vampire lately. And it could be a little harsh because um, some folks, they know what they're doing. You know, they put you in a manipulative yeah. situation in order to pull from you. And then, you know, they, they, they leave better and they feel like they're all built up and they, they look taller, they look stronger, they look younger, and we're depleted. You know how that right. is. You leave, so you talk yeah. to someone, oh my God, I feel so depleted after this. And then some people you talk to and you're like, wow, I feel so great. I feel so alive, you know? And, and those times, yeah. the other person feels such the same way. It's, it's something that it's like, and we're not taking from each other. We're actually exchange, giving freely. And then because of that, we're building each other up. They talk about that in the Celestine Prophecy as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think... Um- Understanding that, like, yeah, absolutely. I've spoken to people, and I'm like, I need a nap. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I need a nap, a sandwich, and a nap. Yeah, <laughs> you know, good God, like, what happens? You know, what happened here? <laughs> I feel like I had like a long ass day. Yeah, but like how they let this happen to me? You know, oh, I did it again. Yeah. You know? And then we beat ourselves up because you know this person went and stole all our energy. You know, yeah. there's another reason you don't beat yourself up. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, it's like, well, then maybe they needed it more than I did, but then it's not fair because not you fair. Yourself. Right. Yeah. And the one thing that I learned, 
is to ask if somebody has the space to ingest it. Mm, that's really good practice. It is because I do not want to pile on you my heaviness. Mm-hmm. And then that's going to wait on you. Like you have to be conscious that this is going to wait on somebody else. That's so true. That's so true. Like you, we don't know what the other person has dealt with for the day. We don't know what kind yes. of, you know, we don't know where they are. And a lot of the times, the strongest ones, they'll never tell you. You look at them and they're like, they got, they look like they got it together. So we're like, all right, hey, perfect. So, and then we just kind of like verbally throw up on them. Um, yeah. And then, you know, and then sometimes they'll leave and say, okay, you know, that, and they'll seem just good. And then, you know, then they'll call us for a day or two. And then we're like, oh, what happened? I you know, know. This was so nice. What happened? Oh, I, I didn't mean to. I didn't, I, I, you should have told me. You know, my bad. Oh, I, I just want to do. I want to be there for you. Yeah, yeah, that's important. I appreciate that, but don't be there for yeah. me. Like, if you don't have it in you, like, I appreciate you telling me that you don't have it in you. So, yeah. And that's understanding too, at the level of the person you're interacting with. Mm. You know, because I think that everybody, I treat everybody differently in the sense of. Um, understanding how they treat themselves with their own energy. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I meet somebody and they're like super negative, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel I'm not going to interact, but I have to be mindful because I know that my thing is because I want to help people, but I'm going to accept it. Yes. You know, that's been my mm-hmm. thing. I have to really be aware of that mm-hmm. because I, I know the natural, I'm a healer, and I'm mm-hmm. like, well, heal the world, and then I'm completed. I'm like, yeah, I can't. Right. So so it's funny you bring up on that. Um, So in 2011, um, a a lot of things happened in 2011 for me. You asked me where things kind of shifted for me and really where I woke up. Um, That was was a huge year, a huge summer, um, huge fall. But in the fall of 2011, I met this gentleman who taught me about Reiki. Um, And, and, you know, different people call it different things. Um, Prana, uh, life force, Reiki energy. Reiki energy in particular, the, it's said to um, be using Japanese sig- uh, symbols and um, basically praying to Japanese angels. Uh, where the Christians, you know, use uh, Archangel Michael, um, you know, you, you, you name the religion that everyone has their deity. Um, so um, Reiki, which a lot of folks know, and a lot of uh, nurse practitioners are using it because it's uh, essentially what uh, Jesus the Nazarene referred to as healing hands. Put the healing hands on someone and they, you know, you can kind of, and, you know, make them feel better. Or if they have a sickness or ailment, you know, it's been shown, you know, hospitals in China that they're putting, um, they have the x-ray machine on someone and they have a cancer tumor. You get three skilled practitioners on there, you know, chanting and, and laying the healing hands. And then boom, you see on the x-ray, it's like gets smaller, smaller, smaller. And then like the cancer cells, damn near gone. You know, um, amazing stuff. But a lot, of this, a lot of us just kind of experience it in different ways. So um, what I learned through the, with this gentleman who taught me about Reiki and then I learned through a few others and, um, was that don't use your own energy. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, us using our own energy and, and depleting, we're doing ourselves a great disservice um, to ourselves and to help. But instead of us um, trying to use our own, think of it as it's flowing through us, as um, as a small container would do, or like a dam does for the river. 
You know, it just holds up a little bit of it and then it kind of channels it in different ways. So I've been able to use that and kind of think about it when I've been um, doing some practice as I'm, as I'm, you know, mastering my craft. Um, kind of learning, don't try to just push it all out on somebody. Just kind of sit there and just put, you know, you put your hands or, or not even, no touch, or just kind of use the intention of that you'd like to send some loving vibes to that person and don't think you have to do it all yourself. Really just kind of hold strong to know that you're a vessel. You know, if you, if you are interested in this kind of work, that you're a vessel that is flowing through you and you don't have to deplete yourself. That's really been helping for me. I'm going to have to look into that. You're going to have to show us. Uh, we have to talk mm-hmm. about this. And- I'll send you some links. Yeah. Yes. Because I'm always interested in finding ways that um, that helps me grow. You know, I'm finding that a lot of stuff that we're looking for outwards is really where it's in us. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And that's been very eye-opening for me in the past. I would say a year, maybe a little bit over a year, when I started really uh, just, um, I felt like this huge. Mm-hmm. And it's just been so amazing. And the, mm. the growth that's along with it is like, yikes, who's this person? <laughs> you know, because I'm kind of good way, yeah, yeah, of myself. And it's just, I've always said that I'm a forever student of life, but yes. it's just, I which I love because I love to learn. I'm always open to either reading books or learning from people or by conversation and connecting. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's um, it's good to kind of just see what's out there. You just can learn so much. Mm. I sure. agree. You know, uh, so speaking uh, about this and kind of, it's funny, the first time I ever heard of Reiki or saw it was, do you ever see the um, the Karate Kid, Mr. Miyagi? Yes, yes. So Mr. Miyagi, yes. right? He takes his hands. And he puts them together, and he rubs, and he rubs, and he gets yeah. his hand, you know, he gets him going. And then, he, you know, he puts him on Daniel's son, and then, you mm-hmm. know, he, oh, he said, I'm better. You know, I said, oh, man, Mr. Miyagi, you know, the first, so the first time I joked, yeah. I was like, you know, Mr. Miyagi. But, you know, <laughs> um, a, a buddy of mine, he, so he did that. He said, okay, man, so take your hands and rub them together, and you rub them, so I rub them together, and I rub them together. And I'm doing it right now as I'm talking to you, and I'm rubbing them together. And then... And then I remember, like, so if I take my hands just a little bit apart, there's a there's an electromagnetic pull that's right there, right? Mm. So I, I t- so I'm like, oh, so there's actually is a little bit of pull between my hands, and the beautiful thing is we can all do it. You know, we rub our hands together in a in a in a, in a, in a clockwise or counterclockwise rotation, and we start to feel a pull after a while. You know, there's a little mm. bit of a something. So you can oh, so the moment someone does that and realizes their own energy for the first time. Watch out! Yeah. You know it's, it's like, uh, yeah, it's you're about to you're about to take off. You know, you're about to hit a quantum leap. Oh my god! So I've been reading. I don't know if I told you this, but I've been reading like these scientific books. Okay, so I'm a huge bookworm. For people that don't know, God, I read. I like science. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm not a scientist. Nice. <laughs> you know, like a mad scientist, but because I. And I have a library card, so sometimes I'll go to the library and just read random books mm. about it. Mm-hmm. And um, that teaches you a lot about self. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a nice adventure. Yes. Have you ever watched Doctor Strange? Yes. I, Doctor Strange, if people pay attention, it's really about self. 
when he uses his powers and all that stuff. Like, if you ever notice that, it's really about your mind. Mm-hmm. And I'm into all that stuff. But you know what's that's my that- favorite. That's my favorite superhero, by the way. Um, I always, I always like the other ones, but I always related to Doctor Strange. I said, you know, so, so you go, you're experiencing the mystic arts. I said, oh, me too. You know, I, I feel like I went to one of those mystery schools in another lifetime. You know, but I've always been obsessed yeah. with the occult. You know, I was, I was, you know, I was born in a in the Catholic church with the Sunday school and all that stuff. I thought it was boring as heck. I always thought there was something else going on. You know, on on, on the back end. Um, and then you know, come to find out, there's a lot of talk that you know. Um, Jesus of Nazareth that he went into the Tibetan temples from the time he was 12 to the time he was 33 and returned that he went up to the temples of Tibet and just studied with the monks and just learned energy work and learned how to heal and learned about his own self and learned about chi. Ah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. So they say. Oh, no. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. You know, I wasn't there, you know, so I, 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 I couldn't say. I like that story, though. I don't know. It could be. From what I heard, yeah, I, what, I, what I had heard, yeah. Doctor Strange. I said if I was gonna be a combination of like a superhero, it would be like the Hulk and Doctor Strange. Nice. Yes. Nice. Those those are those are my two favorites. So there you go. That's a good one. Oh my god! But you know what I started to learn? The the power of water. Ooh. Yes. Water, water, water is very powerful. Yes. yes. What do you know about that? Share with us. Um, all right. So I know a little bit about water. I learned, um, I learned that in the 90s, there were some studies done on water. Um, there was about three different containers taken and each one of them frozen. One of them, you know. Um, the, the, there was, a, I believe, a Japanese doctor. Um, I forget his name at the moment. Um, Dr. Emoto, I believe it was, um, that he wrote on one of them, I love you. He wrote on another one, I hate you, you make me sick. And then he left another one, didn't do anything, didn't write on it, didn't talk to it, just kind of left it be um, and then froze them. So the next day he took out the one and the one that he said, I love you to, and like looked at the health of water, just like, like love that water one of these beautiful, you know when a snowflake lands on like a black jacket and you see it's a beautiful geometric pattern and each one is different, but God, it's so crisp and beautiful. You, you, you can't even describe it. And then it's gone, right? So he yeah. under a microscope and, and that water that he froze, I said, I love you too, was beautiful geometric patterns, sacred geometry, and these beautiful snowflakes. The one he said he hate you too, was just like nasty and kind of like gray and, and nooky. The one he didn't say anything to, totally ignored, was black mm-hmm. and gook. So really? if water, if how we talk to water, you know, affects that way under a scientific microscope, and we're 75, 80, 90% water, we are. how we talk to ourselves could really impact our physiology, you know, our physiological state. Facts, yeah. yes. What I also know of water is, um, you know, a lot, a lot of theories, a lot of, um, a lot of stories. You know, things that come in from, um, you know, grandmothers from near and far that say once you mm. put your hand in the lake, water has memory. So every bit of that water knows that you're there. Um, the, the the people you can talk to, someone else allegedly you thought could be carried from one part of the lake to the other. Um, water holds vibration. Um, Yes. It's, yeah, one of the most powerful uh, vibrators, holder of uh, frequency. 
You know, I did. Okay, so I learned mm -hmm. that when it rains, it's the best time to manifest. Mm. I did not. Shout out to Lim Limitless Lauren for that. She had posted something on Instagram, I want to say maybe a couple of uh, months ago, and she talked about that. Really? And I was like, I got to look into this, you know, and I really do. But it just intrigued me to, to really understand the power of that. But it mm -hmm. makes sense mm -hmm. because water is a vibranium, I mean, it vibrates then it makes sense that that would be the best time to manifest, I believe. Right. I mean, that's a great medium in order to hold your thoughts over to something to bring it that much closer. So that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. It makes a lot of sense. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> I had an aha moment. I was like, oh, I need to look into this grasshopper. No, yeah. that's, that sounds good. It made me just kind of flash back to maybe some, uh, some druids, some ancient druids sitting in the mist and just like praying. You know, the water, the everywhere around, the air around them, just kind of like manifesting all kinds of wonderful things. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. I mean, let me tell you something. Even like, now you know, I'm, I'm a huge music head. I mean, even mm. believe that, like, music also mm. affects your energy. Oh, yeah. You know, feel, and I believe the way when you dance, you let your body flow and all that stuff, mm. it's all wrapped into that whole energy vibing that's mm -hmm. why you can listen to something and get super motivated or you can listen to something and get depressed right you know and so I, like those things to me is really big examples of how you really can control your energy and how you can shift it you know that's so true i, f I really feel that about music um it almost creates this, especially when you play like a little radio or you play your iPhone or you play whatever kind of phone you have and you let the speaker go and it surrounds you basically, you know? It's that little space around you just fills you with this force field of music and tunes and and yeah, it could you could change your DNA, I feel. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this, what would be two gems that you would share with people? What would be two gems that you mm. Be really cautious of your self-talk. Okay. How you speak to yourself, really, um, it'll affect your whole day. Um, when you wake up in the morning, you, you've got a fresh start. You haven't carried the momentum over from yesterday. You know, you're starting from scratch. So waking up in the morning and talking to yourself, just, you know, giving yourself a pep talk or just really not even that far. Just don't bring in the negativity from yesterday. Let it be. Start your day fresh and kind of just take it as it happens. And the other one, um, boundaries. Really holding it, really holding a good energetic boundary. Um, yeah. Sometimes, you know, in life, in work, in love, in relationships, we, we sometimes we get muddled with the other person. You know, we, we take on their thoughts and emotions and their feelings and and it's um it could, it could be really hazardous to us and then we don't even know what we're doing until, you know, maybe one day the other says, hey, I want this. And it feels like such a cutoff. You feel like, oh, my God, like, what would they do to me? You know, and that's yeah. not that's not interdependence. You know, that's dependent. That's a dependent relationship. And that could happen with best friends, lovers, parents, co-workers, you know, aunt, dogs, you know, it, it, it's a wide range. You know, anything you just kind of invest too much with. So really just kind of you know, picturing that energetic bubble around you and letting you know, like, it's not a wall. 
It's just mm-hmm. a filter that I'm letting whatever I choose to let in. I'm letting, I'm very picky about my energy. I'm very picky about the filter. Even if, and just because there's someone in front of me opening their mouth and putting words in my direction does not mean it has to, I have to let this affect me. That's true. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. The fourth agreement. I'm telling you people, that's a good mm-hmm. uh, book to read. So let me ask you this. Why would you tell your 14-year-old self now that you know this information? Like, what would you tell your 14-year-old self? You know, everything's going to be all right. You know, you can't get it wrong and you're never going to get it done. You know, mm-hmm. the path is unfolding underneath your feet. Just just keep on going. You're having a, you know, have a good time while you're doing it. But just take it easy. Just try not to beat yourself up as much. Just be a little lighter with yourself. You're doing a really great job. That's good. Yeah. Yes. Do you meditate, do you? I do. At least, at least once a day. At least once a day. How, does, how has meditation helped you? Well, you know, it depends on the meditation. Sometimes if I get up in the morning and I'll, and I'll play, um, play some sounds or I'll play some um, recorded music or recorded um, voice. I have this person that I listen to every morning. It's um, Esther Hicks, uh, the teachings of Abraham. And um, yeah, Law of Attraction, you know. Um, basically, what the what the secret was wrote about, um, but they um, there's some contractual obligations they couldn't have Esther Hicks in it. Um, so sometimes I listen to that; it kind of gets me a really good uh, kickstart. Sometimes I'll draw mandalas, and me drawing mandalas—that's my meditation state. Nothing else exists. It's the pencil, it's the paper, it's the shading, and no matter what's going on, I'm just right there, um, walking. You know. My meditation sometimes, I'll just go for a walk and I'm just looking up at the trees, just being really present, like, you know, counting flowers, counting blades of grass, you know, looking up at the clouds. Um, it doesn't have to be sitting there, you know, just, I, well, for me, anyway. It, if I just try to sit there all the time and try to clear my mind, if I'm there for 30 minutes, if I have two or three seconds of, of, of clear, I'm like, all right, I, I, I want, <laughs> I got this. <laughs> you know, I did it. So sometimes I'll have to do other things. Uh, a practice intention instead of trying to clear my mind just kind of thinking of things that I love um, mm. you know just really focusing on that you know hey man you've come so far you're doing really great at this you've got this going for you you've got great people great tribe great friends you know you're learning all the things you wanted to learn about so just kind of focusing on those and when my mind shifts and when it does just not being upset with myself just kind of bringing it back so it's easy if you think about it like that it's easy to meditate three, four, five times a day it is. It's yeah. true. It's just our meditation. It's really not. It doesn't have to be like this thing where you have to be somewhere for like an hour. Yeah, and, and I have to wear a beautiful robe, and I have to sit with a single candle covered, you know, with flowers around me. And then there has to be water. All the four elements must be, you know, invoked. And I'm calling in the spirits, and I'm calling the directions. No, it doesn't have to be all that. <laughs> it does not have to be all that. You know, when you watch television, you had they shows a perception, or you know. Yeah, you know. No, it's not that. And I mean, you can call it how you want. Yeah. Um, It is. Like, for me, it's like the same. Like, I'll wake up in the morning and think about, you know, intention, how I want to spend my day. Right. And really had to learn how to leave things, whatever happened, happened, and then move forward and just learn how to be present. That's been very basic. 
And that alone is a beautiful meditation. Yeah. Just driving sometimes. Driving on the road, looking through, you know, your mind is somewhere. All of a sudden, you're like, how did I get here? You know? I know. You're an autopilot, you know? So that's a whole meditative state right there. Yeah. Uh, So really, if we're mindful, we're doing it all the time. We are. Yeah. But, you know, we're rushing the day sometimes, the time Mm. that we don't pull back and be like, yo, I need to enjoy what's going on. Whatever's going on right now or like disconnecting has been amazing. Like it was disconnecting from like social media or uh, watching television Mm -hmm. kind of just, um, if I just read or like I journal. So if I start journaling, yeah, that's been very, um, relaxing, releasing and Mm -hmm. stuff. Cause sometimes hell, I could sit there and binge watch like a season on Netflix. And I'm like, Oh shit, the whole day don't pass by and I haven't done it. Yeah. But while you're doing that, there's other things. You're processing other things in your mind. You're thinking about something else. But because you're in a relaxed state, your body can do what it was meant to do. Heal itself and just relax. Yeah. yeah. You know what I learned about the body that you're talking about healing? The power of food and what we eat. And how that affects that's that's a you know it's funny it's such a it's such a fantastic and volatile subject food right everybody has their opinion they do they do <laughs> and, and you know, whatever works you know but I'm just trying to really understand that like eating to feed for fuel not for overeating and culturally. That's what I know how to do is overeat. <laughs> you know? Well, think about it like this. If someone just sits there and eats um, wheatgrass and, and you know, uh, the, the, bare, the bare minimals, beans and just like, you know, they, they'll never say no salt, no, no spices, no anything like that. And if they're happy with that, that's yeah. amazing. Then, then, then they're super happy. Some people can eat steak potatoes, gravy, you, you name it, you know, the toppings, whatever, mushrooms, go, they go on and on, um, or vegan food, but they sit and they're so in, in the moment and they're so thankful for that, you know, thank you farmers who, you know, made this food, thank you this one, thank you that one, thank you, the, the whole line, you know, everything that kind of brought the food. And, and then being there, just kind of eating and being so present and being totally present with the flavor and letting it, like having a whole experience, one, that's another form of meditation. And two, that's so much healthier for you than scarfing something down and being like, oh, I shouldn't have ate it. Or beating yourself yeah. up about a problem that happened beforehand while you're eating because then you're sending that energy into the food. And you could be eating so celery sticks and, and beets and, and be thinking about what a horrible day you had and what a horrible person you are. And that's going to be worse than a quarter pound of wood cheese. <laughs> so true, yeah. Energetically, yeah. now a lot of people will fight me on that, and then a lot, I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of feedback, a lot of result, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of comments from that one. You know, that there's, there's never going to be ending, a never-ending, you know, stream coming from that. You know, I know, like I said, it's a volatile statement. Um, but if you think about it, if you sit there and you're just in a, in an angry, horrible state, and you're eating, you're just consuming that hate, that fear, that that thing. But if, you know, if you've had a bad day and you say, all right, cool, you know, this, it is what it is. But, oh, man, you know, I've been looking forward to this, whatever it is, all day. Yeah, maybe it's deep fried. Yeah, maybe it's this. Or maybe I had that yesterday. Or, or you know, maybe I, I feel like I shouldn't have it. 
But for right now, I'm going to really enjoy it. Your body is going to assimilate those food and though your cells of your body are going to produce health, happier, healthier cells because of what you just consumed as opposed to eating in anger or disgust or, or not being present. Yeah. That's yeah. what I feel it's, anyway. Well, you know, yeah. And energy is everything. And in what you're consuming, how you're feeling, the moment, all that stuff just plays such a role, I think, more than we truly realize. And like I said, that took me even a minute to even understand all that stuff, too. You know, mm-hmm. and how you feel like when you're sick, and like all that. I, Things I do heal. They do. No, they do. And I, you know, so it, I'm going to share this story. I had this coworker. Um, I, she used to work for a, I'm not going to mention the store because I ain't trying mm-hmm. to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> High end store, and mm-hmm. she was super stressed, super stressed. Like she broke in hives. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. She had resigned. And she started working for the company I used to work for in Long Island. And mm-hmm. she killed me. Just from just quitting that job. Yeah. She was ingesting, her body was ingesting the stress of whatever yeah. was going on. Yeah. And I'm like, that is real. She was swimming in it. She was yeah. swimming in that ball of stress like a fish swims in the, in the fishbowl in the water. Yes, she was. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, girl, and it, she never got it again. She quit that job. I was working for the company I was working at. That's how we met. And she's like, you wouldn't believe the stress that she had in her body. I was like, that's crazy how the body mind. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to take too much more of your time, but I'm definitely going to have you back. We need to do a part two. Maybe. Yes. Yes, we definitely got to um, do a part two. Yes, because I definitely have so much more to add and to dig deep in, but I need to know those articles of that stuff you were telling me about for sure. I will. I will send those to you so you can share those with your viewers, uh, listeners. And, um, you know, I really, I really appreciate it. It's not often that we get to kind of just freely exchange our thoughts about um, energy. It's, it, there's such a broad topic of things to speak about, and um, I feel like we really made some great progress today. I believe so too. I think it's good to kind of um, talk about things. I think we need to dive into that. Um, I, not that it's a small world, because I went, I'm not going to say that, but I think there's stuff that um, we can expose more and put out there and just say, you know what? Have you thought about this? And I'm, always, I'm a thinker. I like to be challenged by thought. So um, it's good to have people that. Um, have similar ideas or different opinions or, and all that good stuff because I want to learn from everybody. You know, if and we could, there's just actually one thing. I didn't mean to uh, cut you off. I, I'm sorry, but um, yeah. lately there's a lot coming out about like male toxicity, masculine toxicity. Yeah. Um, yes, this whole Gillette commercial, you know, people are very upset. Um, I saw that commercial. I thought it was brilliant. Um, and it's true. When, when we dismiss it and say, boys will be boys, you know, it's okay, let them do this. This is what they're going to do anyway. We, as men, we are taking our power away from knowing that we can't, it's okay for us not to control ourselves, you know, to let our energy run free, you know. Um, a lot of the time, you know, and, and as boys, we're taught when we're young, you go ahead and find a woman, um, try to get her in the bed. 
do what you can do, and that, and that's your main goal. Have some kids, and then repeat. And then a lot of men they look at you and oh you oh, you can't do that or if you know if a beautiful woman walks by they 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 hit you on the shoulder sometimes oh go ahead and talk to her such pressure you know and it's like you know you don't know what that person's walking going through you know they have they don't want to be you know uh, uh, accosted verbally you know by by some men because you got the instinct or the or you know and a lot of that goes back to energy where. A lot of our youth aren't told to harness their energy, harness the sexual energy. When you're coming of age in 14, 15, there's so much going on. There's, there's new hormones that if you just took a little bit of time to just think about sexual transmutation and kind of pull that in and redirect that to whether it's your heart or something, sports or, or creative or music or just being your genuine self, not feeling you have to lie or 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 be in a predatory state to, to get the opposite sex to like you. Why? I think we could really make strong leaps as men, but that's something that we're not broadly, broadly speaking of, and I think that really has to change. I agree. And I think that having the conversation, men having the conversation amongst themselves, you know, just having an honest conversation, because I think you and I talked about this, how as women, um, this is kind of not off the topic, but going with it as has women, we always have to be alert. We're always told about right. is exhausting. I'm like, why yeah. can't a person control what they're doing? Yes. You know, if a woman is sitting here wearing a tight dress, you're going to tell me you can't control yourself? Like, yeah. And it's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous, yeah. Yeah, it is. And I'm just like, that's exhausting. Everything is always being blamed on, well, you entice this situation. And you're like, oh, so the person doesn't take responsibility for the act? Doesn't work like that, you know? And so I think there are men have to do a lot of healing. Yeah. A lot of reprogramming, a lot of healing. A lot of a lot of ancestral healing. A lot of men just having the conversation, saying, you know, so maybe she feels you staring at her. Like we came back in the beginning of the conversation, you know. So pull that back, man. Don't do that. It's not okay. It's, like, not. it's not okay. You know, she can feel that, and she's a lot more tuned than you are. You damn Neanderthal. Kind of get it together and and pull that in, you know. So. Um, in that, I've I've actually reached out to a lot of men. I, I sit in a lot of uh, medicine circle, and um, you know, we sit with a lot of men and we talk about that. And we're starting to now form these groups where we can just talk about control, talk about you know um, how we would just like it different. So if one person takes that out of the group and brings that to a small group of men, and that can, that seed can spread, you know, th- we're the change we're looking for. You know, we're the ones we've been waiting for. You know, so there's no reason why we can't, you know, feel. Um, and so many men were so offended by this commercial. Is, it, well, is, is your masculinity that fragile that someone can't tell you you're wrong without you causing an uproar? I know. It, it's so crazy. But once again, it's like um, reprogramming what's considered the norm. Yeah. Oh, um, it's. She wants to be an ally to women. You know what I mean? And understand right. bad. Right. And especially, I mean, from Brooklyn, you know, catcalling is just a thing. Oh my 
you know so oh it's it's so it's and it's i've never met a woman that turned around and said oh man he just he just sat me i've been waiting all day for a guy to just treat me like a like a street cat oh my god or it's like yeah oh my god remember in the days when uh, walking to school or being catcalled it is mommy you know and then if you don't put Bitch, like, Yo, and, and then yeah like you don't give them the attention because i mean i mean please first of all that was a horrible line so yeah. and then you know so yeah so i can see if they really put some effort into it and then say oh well, well you know maybe i'll try better next time but they throw a horrible line out there and then then they throw some profanities just to just to break you down it's another it's way okay. to break women down yeah and it's we're t- we're tired women are just like in the stage of you know, that's not okay, and we got to put down and continue to be open, have the conversation, and, you know, being honest with you, this, this shit is not okay. Yeah. And men, if your woman asks you and says, I want to have a conversation about this, don't yes. think it's necessarily you. Like, you've done, maybe she wants to have a conversation about all men in general. Maybe you did do something stupid that she's trying to lead up to to talk to you about it, but men, be open. Be yes. Open, be open to them. You know, it's like you may not like what they say, but you know, it's there's a lot of healing that has to happen, not just for you, but for men in general. So take the moment to listen. It's okay. You know, it's 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 if they love you, they're gonna talk to you and you're gonna you're gonna come across in a way that it's gonna be you're gonna really you're gonna heal from this and you're gonna grow a better man. So don't be afraid to have that conversation, man. For sure. I appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah, that's a real topic right now. I was raised around women. So, you know, and to seeing what's going on nowadays, I just feel like there's no allies, you know, that and the, how are well, women not feeling safe? You I know, know. It's, it's just, it, uh, I don't know where things kind of changed, you know, along the way. And I'm not saying things, you know, were, or, they don't make men like they used to, but um, they don't. I mean, and the philosophies of men taking care of women and children, you know, first and then being a man. You know, I'm not talking about working in coal mines or working on the railroad all day, but, you know, there needs to be some kind of, like, equilibrium where it's like, you know, you're strong enough that you can still be a man and women can still be a woman. And it it doesn't make you less of a man for her to be strong and in her divine goddess feminine. Yeah. A lot of men don't really, oh, that's going to take away something from me. No, brother. You're gonna, oh. you're gonna, you're gonna gain from that. Believe me, a hundredfold. Don't be afraid of that. That's not threatening to you. Yeah. Oh, I think the biggest lesson that men can, uh, for everybody who's listening, for me, my opinion is that queens move the way kings can't. Mm. Women do the men can't do, and I think sometimes there's some type of part behind that. So if you only see it as she's really your ally. Because yes, you can't, but you're going to benefit from that. So if you just support us and understand that we're not trying to take you what's quote unquote, I'm doing quote, quote on my fingers, mm-hmm. um, your manhood away, is that I want you to see that we are together in this. Yes, we're partners in this, and That's understand that I'm here to peg you down in any kind of way. But I need you a support. I need I need that from you, you know. And it's just we need our men to support our women, absolutely. And it's important. And it's time, you know. There's just been too many things happening with so much stuff we can get into. 
Right. And that's what I said. We definitely got to do a part two. Yeah. Um, so much stuff going on that we have to have honest conversations about and be like, you know what? This shit is not okay anymore. Right. Right. Even just having, even just opening up the conversation and then whoever wants to have it, will have it and that, you know, and then you'll see who's your tribe and who's not. Absolutely. You know what? And having the conversation is a start whether people are or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to take our um, bias and understand that there's going to be people that are not going to think like you and it's going to be fine. But uh, yeah. just having the dialogue, you'd be surprised how more people would be like, you know what? It was just good to even have the conversation. It may change someone's mind or may not. But to be open about it in general and just talk about it, it's a beginning. Agreed. For sure. Thank you for that. Of course. Thank you. I am glad that I had you on here. I'm grateful that you was able to come on and um, entertain me with uh, recording an episode. <laughs> yeah, my pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. And so, as always, I appreciate you. And to my um, peeps on here, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. And until the next one, be blessed. And one more thing, gorgeous people. The way you can find the podcast is on the following platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public and iTunes. So definitely um, feel free to leave, leave a review. Um, also, you can always find me on Coffee with Curls on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. So feel free to DM me with um, ideas, topics, and what you think of the podcast. Have a good one.